I'm Bethany Van Delft, and this is no ordinary episode of the 10 News. This is the 10 News Gets Extra. Today's special edition is all about celebrating Women's History Month. You go, girl. You go, girl. You go, girl. Throughout the month of March, we've been highlighting women making history and honoring this year's theme, Valiant Women of the Vote Refusing to be Silenced. Today, we'll break down what Women's History Month is all about and celebrate one very cool girl who's proving that you are never too young to make history or Herstory. Let's dive in. While, of course, we're celebrating all the incredible women in our lives every day, March is the official month to celebrate female greatness in history. But how did this come to be? We have the answers for you with five fascinating facts about Women's History Month. Number one. It all started in Santa Rosa, California in 1978 with a Women's History Week where hundreds of students celebrated women's cultural, historical, and societal contributions to the United States. Awesome! Number two. In 1981, Congress made Women's History Week an official thing. Then, in 1987, they declared March Women's History Month. Way to go! Number three, every year the celebration has a special theme. This year, it's valiant women of the vote refusing to be silenced. Pretty fitting, since women voters just played a huge role in getting our first female vice president elected. Woohoo! Number four, an especially big reason for the election's outcome was the work of incredible activist and all-around boss lady, Stacey Abrams. Her organization, Fair Fight, partnered with several groups across the state of Georgia to register 800,000 new voters. That's amazing. And number five, many of those new voters were people of color under 30 voting for the first time. Whoa! Female leaders continuing the work of women activists before them. You absolutely love to see it. Thanks, Ms. Abrams. Okay, now we know how Women's History Month came about and the importance of this year's theme. But how about the special kids out there making history today? Last month, we had the chance to meet the first ever crayon activist, Bellen Woodard. Named one of Time Magazine's Kid of the Year honorees, Bellen is making change with her More Than a Peach project. To celebrate her role in making history, Here's the extended interview and all the great inspiration she has to share. My name is Bellin Woodard and I am 10 years old. Yes, I am so excited to (laughs) hang out with the world's first crayon activist. So tell us the name of your project. My project is called Bellin's More Than Peach Project. And why is it called More Than Peach? When I was a bit younger, 
people at what asked for the skin color crayon, and I knew that meant the peach crayon. And I didn't like that because it kind of made me feel not like sad, it didn't hurt my feelings. It just made me feel confused and disincluded. So one day I addressed the problem to my mother, and she suggested next time for me to hand over the brown crayon. But I didn't want to do that because I knew if I didn't like it, no one else would like it either. So instead, I told her next time I'm actually going to ask what color they want because it could be a number of any colors. So that's exactly what I did next time I went to school. And eventually, my teacher started hearing me say that. And my class started saying that, and eventually my whole school. And the reason why I decided to name it more than peach is to let kids know that there's more skin colors other than just the peach crayon and even other than just the brown crayon, um, that there is more than one skin color. That is just so, so, so amazing. I Thank you. Wow. I wish I was little after more than a peach came out because i remember that <laughs> feeling of uh they used to call it flesh yeah they used to call that crayon flesh that's so crazy um okay so that's how that's what gave you the idea to start it and i heard that you were eight years old when you started it yes <laughs> i was actually in third grade how did you do it how'd you get it started it took a lot of confidence to be able to go into my classroom and um, say those things that I thought my teacher may not like me after or something, or they may not, not like my name. Um, but I did it just because I knew that it would help not only me out, but also future students who went into um, my school because I don't because there's probably a lot of other kids who haven't experienced the um, skin color situation and I wanted that to be gone. So when um, the new kids come to school, they can um, have a good experience. And I did it also because I really love school I, and I didn't want one thing that didn't have to be a problem to throw it off. So I thought this was so interesting that... More Than Peach went from what you're describing, um, a solution to a problem that really needs to be addressed, to, and I'm taking this off of your website, to a mission to advance empathy, leadership, and creativity for all students, excluding no one. How did it grow into that? Well, I started, I started, I realized I wanted to grow more than peach instead of just keep it to something really small in just my community because I knew there was more needs outside of my community and so I decided I would start um I decided I would start donating around um my county at first and then it kind of got uh, the word word kind of got out and um since it grew so much I decided I would actually was going to make my own um, my own more than peach crayons. And my crayons are actually called all skin color. And I wanted to make my crayons. And um, so when kids actually read the name, it will, they will all be skin color. And they'll understand that there is more than um, the, um, the peach or brown. It's not just the only skin color. All of them are skin colors. Oh, wow. Um <laughs> I'm such a big fan. How does it feel? How does it feel to know that you have influenced big brands to reflect and to be inclusive themselves? That's incredible. It feels very surprising, for one, because I never thought I was going to be, especially at 10 years old, I never thought I was going to be like a crayon maker. I like never imagined me 
being a person who would make crayons and the fact that just tiny crayons in 12 and 24 packs can just make such a huge difference in the world. Like, cause I've even gotten responses from Spain, Australia, um, like places all around the world. And, um, I'm really happy about that because, um, it's not only changing the language in the USA, it's also changing the language in all different parts of the world. <sighs> That's incredible. Okay. So fact, I'm just fact checking here. You didn't want to be a crayon maker since you were little. Like little Bellin wasn't sitting around going, I'm going to be a crayon maker. No, <laughs> Not okay. at all. I, would never, I wasn't just going to be like, I'm going to be a crayon maker when I'm growing up. I had a lot of different dreams and I still have those dreams. I, it was just, it was just, I never envisioned that. <laughs> so you and your organization, More Than Peach, you've already had so many prestigious honors, like incredible. I could I could list them all. But what I really want to know is what are you most proud about More Than a Peach? What makes you most proud about your organization and the work that you've done so far? OK, um, I am most proud of everything that I've done, but I'm especially proud of two things. One is the um, Time Kid of the Year. Um, top f I was a top five honoree, and I was really excited about that because it was a really fun experience. And um, and especially spread, spread my message. Um, it actually, it took my project off and um, I got two more kids and people, just everyone. And also my um, crayons, we found out last year before coronavirus and everything that my crayons will be in the Virginia Museum of History and Culture. And I'm really excited about that because that is a history museum and there's going to be a little display. And that would mean my crayons will be there for as I don't know as long as what forever and so even when I'm not doing more than pizza anymore or when I'm not there um there can still be kids walking in there and it can still like because I don't want my project to just stop just stop right there and then when I'm older I wanted to be able to just continue and so that um the my crayons being in the museum is really helping that so kids can walk into th the museum and that can inspire them to do um make a change and um use that language in their classrooms and everything. Bellin, you are inspiring me and I bet you're inspiring everybody who is listening right now. So, how can kids um who want to help get involved in more than peach well um at my website there's www.morethanpeach.com and it tells you um how you can get involved with my project and i actually um i donate a lot um to especially teachers because my projects started based off the things happening in my classroom um, my classroom and so I donate especially to teachers but how they can get involved is really just start by just the little things with like um you, you know using that language in the classroom and then um and then who knows what they'll do next I just really want to inspire kids um so what would you say what would you say to a kid who sees a problem in their life and they want to solve it or they want to change it what would you say to that that kid 
Um, I always like to say, well, I always say there's no coloring rule book, which basically means you can do anything you set your mind to. And if there's a problem and you're, um, if there's a problem, you see, it won't just disappear on its own without someone doing something about it. So, and so you should use your voice for something because it not only may help you, but it will also help a bunch of other people from, um, in the future. So, yeah. Awesome advice. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. It's such a joy to meet you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, anytime. This was a historic year for women at the ballot box. And while historians are sure to be writing about 2020 for decades to come, what really matters to music fans and historians right now is whether this year's picks for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will reflect this historic year for women. Which brings us to... What? What? What's the big idea? Trivia on the 10. Who was the first woman inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Was it A, Britney Spears, B, Aretha Franklin, or C, Beyonce? Did you guess it? The answer is B, Aretha Franklin. That's right, known worldwide as the Queen of Soul, she was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1987. Among the laundry list of her career achievements, Franklin also performed during former President Barack Obama's 2009 inauguration ceremony. Not too shabby. Time's up, but before we go, here's a quick note for the grown-ups. Want even more great content from the 10 News? Sign up for the 10 News Newsletter, aka the 10 News Letter. It's a free bi-weekly email with even more stories to enjoy together, and we made it easy for you. The link to join is in the show notes and on our website, the10news.com. Thanks for listening to the 10 News. Look out for our new episodes Tuesdays, Thursdays, and extras on Saturdays. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcasts and is distributed by iHeartRadio. Our editorial director is Tracy Crooks. Editing and sound design by Pete Musto and Andrew Hall. Writing contributions for today's episode from Ben Austin DeCampo and Tracy Leeds Kaplan. Our creative producer is Jenna Pasqua. Stephen Tompkins is our head of audience development and our production assistant is Sarah Olander. Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle. And the 10 News is executive produced by Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. Do you want to be part of the show? Have a grown-up help you record a question, a joke, or a fun fact you want to share and email it to us at hello at the10news.com. 
And show your love for the 10 News by going to your favorite podcast app and submitting a rating and review. It helps others find the show so they can join the fun too. I'm Bethany Van Delft, and thanks for listening to the 10 News. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me.